This is Fresh Respect. Go! The year is 1869. It's a beautiful year. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant, who's sworn in as the 18th president. Yeah, he's buried in Grant's tomb. And the American Museum of Natural History was founded in New York. Yeah. The first transcontinental railroad in North America is completed in Promontory, Utah. Yeah, that's a good place, Promontory, Utah. In Egypt, the Suez Canal linking the Mediterranean Sea and the Red Sea is inaugurated in an elaborate ceremony. Dang, they were getting a lot of stuff done that year. Dude, check this. The Cincinnati Red Stockings opened the baseball season for the first fully professional team. I'm glad they changed it to the Red Sox. It's (laughs) just more kosher that way. (laughs) Women's uh, suffrage in New York, Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton formed the National Women's Suffrage Association. Why did Elizabeth Cady Stanton not get the same props as Susan B. Anthony? I don't know, because that's a big deal. She got like her own dollar. Yeah. Um, And then the Irish scientist, Mary Ward, is killed by a steam car. Dang. She was the first known person to be killed by a motor vehicle. That stinks. I mean, you've got to have something. Yeah, you're famous. Yeah. But then there was Cornelius Swartwout. Say that again. (laughs) Cornelius Swartwout. Wow, that's a name. Yeah, he was living over in Westerlo, New York, surely in a town of less than a thousand people, out maybe in a farm in in the back corner of the barn. He was at the prime age of 30, and he he thinks to himself, I've seen this contraption from the motherland, which is the Netherlands for Cornelius. Yeah. And he says, it's finally time to release it onto America the Beautiful. So he marches down. To the American Patent Office. Yeah, he did. And is awarded a patent for the first stovetop waffle iron. Really? Yes. So how did this work? It was just two pieces of steel that were connected in the back. Uh Uh-huh, like a hinge. Like a hinge, hinged with a pin. And it had a top that opened up. You poured the batter, and it got you the grit. It It was was the first... cast iron. Yeah, cast iron. Had an ornate handle. 20 years later, the Pearl Milling Company came out with the first commercial pancake and waffle mix and called it Aunt Jemima. Yeah, they did. And then in 1918, General Electric, Electric, sorry, which was where my great-great-granddaddy worked and helped patent okay. the streetlight. Side note. They pumped out the first electric waffle iron, and they brought the waffle into the homes of the people. The people needed the waffle. They needed the waffle. <laughs> Then several decades later, Frank Anthony and Samuel Dorsa started a food manufacturing company in their parents' basement in San Jose. And their first breakthrough? Eggo mayonnaise. And they named it that because it was 100% fresh ranch eggs. Nothing? Eggo waffle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then it became a local success, as did a waffle batter that they sold to the consumers. And in the 50s, Frank hit the mother load when he invented the carousel-type machine that pumped out waffles by the thousands. And they packaged and froze them and gave the people the most convenient way to digest the waffle. The frozen waffle. Lego my ego. Yeah. Yeah. So needless to say, I think that the waffle needs some fresh respect. I totally agree. 
And you know what? Who better than Steve Weatherford himself and... (laughs) I see what you're doing now. Yeah. A few seconds too late, but it's okay. (laughs) And Chris Halverson himself. Yes. To present you with fresh respect. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing good, man. That was one of that was a killer intro. Well, I appreciate it. But why wouldn't it be? Because we're talking about waffles. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, you know what this is? What? This is like the shortest 30-minute podcast you're going to listen to all day long. Yes. Maybe all week long. Maybe. For sure all year long. Yes. This is it. And the fastest growing podcast. Yeah, and I have a question. I was thinking about this. Okay. Um, I won't say that I was going to the bathroom while I was thinking about this, but I totally was. Okay. You, um, yeah. These are the things I think about <laughs> when I'm going to the bathroom. Fresh respect TMI. ideas. Yeah, because I was thinking about saying hello and welcome. Mm-hmm. Like, Because every time we get on the podcast, we've got listeners. Yeah. If our, if our podcast is being played somewhere, yeah. there are listeners. Right. And I think it's about time we start talking to them and saying hi. Yeah. Like, hi, listeners, but then we don't just call them listeners. They've got a name. Like, you know what Taylor Swift fans are called? What? I think they're Swifties or something like that. Swifties? Yeah, I, th- I think. Somebody's going to like write us and be like, <laughs> that is not what Taylor Swift fans are called. 12-page email. <laughs> but like, the, like Bieber has his own fan club, and they've got yeah, a name. Yeah. And, you know, that's like, what do we call people who listen to Fresh Respect. Oh, we need a name. I have two options. Okay. And I just want to see which one lands better with people. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And they're both great. Yeah. So one would be called Freshies. The Freshies. What's up, Freshies? Yeah, what's How up, Freshies? Doing? Freshies? And the other would be The Respecters. The Respecters. So there you go. I don't yeah. know. I don't want to I don't want to name it yet. I'm going to try them on maybe. I know what one I like. So hi Freshies. What's up, Freshies? That's What's up, my, respecters? That's my jam right there. Maybe you say freshies to the people, and I say respecters. Okay. And they can self-identify, whatever one they, whatever feels right <laughs> they, for them. It was 2019. Yeah. They get the choice. You get to choose what you want to be. Yeah. A respecter or a freshie. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe you can be both. Oh, there you go. There you go. When who, whoever's talking to you. Uh, yeah. So um, anyway, where can you find this Fresh Respect podcast? Well, all my freshies need to go tell their people about Fresh Respect, which you can find on any podcast platform, yep. from iTunes to CastBox yep. to Stitcher. Yep. We're Bean there. Pod, all of them. And you know what else you can do? What? Uh, this is Anyway, this is what the real respecters do out there. <laughs> <laughs> they subscribe. That's right. And then, like a friend of mine who's a, who's a legit respecter. Dude. She said, I look forward to Tuesdays, because Tuesdays, ba-bling, a new episode pops up oh, in her account because yeah. she's subscribed. Shout out to Jen. That's my freshie. The respecter. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, awesome. Chris. Yeah. You know what time it is? What time? Boom, 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 boom. Fresh pop. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Okay. I, th- I was thinking about this, and you at one point tried to make a point. That Stone Cold Steve Austin oh my gosh. is a better wrestler than Goldberg. <laughs> Hands down. And I thought it only fair for Fresh Pop yeah. to bring back something from our past. Okay. Okay, so here's what I need to do. And this might sound a little weird because we're going to have to move some mics and stuff. Okay. But I need you to extend your hand, okay? So we're both putting our hands out. Now, we want to lock our fingers 
like interlock our fingers. Okay, it's okay? happening. Yeah. Now our thumbs are naturally at the sides of each other. Right. I'm on your hand. We're gonna switch them. One, two, three, four. This is what I think it is. I declare a thumb war. You're going down. Hold on. We're not ready yet. Why not? Because there's a five, six, seven, eight. Okay. I've learned this researching it. Okay. <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Try to keep your thumb straight. Now oh, it's on. Okay. And and there's a little bit of controversy here. We're still holding hands, <laughs> which has happened for a long time now. <laughs> I'm not with, uncomfortable. Without a thumb war happening. I got I to be honest. But the controversy online is, is it three seconds or is it five seconds? Oh, I think it's three. I mean, we're looking for a... With grown men, it should be three. Yeah, maybe like a five-year-old girl, five seconds. But if I were if I were fighting a five-year-old girl, I would destroy her in like two seconds. Right. But it's holding the other person's thumb down for that long. Yeah. And I think this is this will decide once and for all. This is it. This is it. I was not prepared. You have to defend the you honor of Stone Cold. Practiced all week. <laughs> I did. And here I am, unpracticed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Ready? So let's do it the right way. Start over. Okay. One, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. Five, six, seven, eight. Um, I try to keep your thumb straight. Okay. Okay. Boop. <laughs> yes! Got him. I got him, nah, folks. Well, nobody saw that, so. <laughs> so here's the crazy part. What... Who came up with that? Yeah, that's a great question. Did you question. know that thumb wars are considered... The, <laughs> I saw this, and someone made this comment, like, seriously, that the thumb war is considered the mini-golf of the martial arts world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a very awesome explanation. And it, and it actually is, kind of. Yeah? Because if you think about it, Mr. Miyagi would have destroyed in thumb wars. Yeah, for sure. Like, most of it's mental. Right. He would have gotten in your head long before he right, right, pinned right. your thumb. Okay. I don't know. So here's my question for you. Yeah. I decided to bring out Thumb War for a way of battling when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Were there any other games that you played? Oh, good question. That you busted out? I have a few others that I can think of, but I don't want to speak for you. I mean, I have to say the classic, Rock, Paper, Scissors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that game. Yep. Because... You can really get people... That's a mental game. Because everybody likes to throw rock first. Here's the thing. I'm telling you. Is that a thing? Dude, next time you play, everybody likes to throw rock first. And when you both throw rock, the next thing that they go to, I'm going to say 70% of the time, they go from rock to scissors. Oh, yeah? So if you stay rock, you will win 70% of the time. So you're saying you go rock twice. Rock twice. You're going to win. Yeah, 70%. I'm not going to say that it's like guaranteed because there are some real good players out there. Well, and if you listen to this, all the respecters out there are going to know yes. to go uh, paper, paper <laughs> the first two times. Yeah. Well, hey, all you got to do is paper once and you win. Yep. And then everybody who loses always goes two out of three. All right. So we won't, we won't need to go into detail, but were there other games? Because I want, I want the, the respecters and the freshies out there to, to yeah, yeah, comment yeah. on this too. Yeah. What did you play? Because think about this one. You say the same word at the same time. What did you say? I don't know. Jinx. Oh. Did you ever do Jinx? Oh, yeah. You owe me a Coke. Jinx, poke, you owe me a Coke. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one that we played. Um, 
What was the other That's one? Quality. Yeah. Uh, did you ever play doorknob safety? Um, that was yes. like older, like yes. older kids. Yes. I don't even want to go into details <laughs> right. about that um, game. If you played it, you know what it you was. Know. <laughs> if you didn't, you You're weren't gonna missing. You're going to Google. You weren't missing anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what? Well, I mean, like, there's like the the heads up seven up. Yeah. That's eh, not really. But I kind of like that. Like, they were, the war they were games. games that, oh, Slugbug. Slugbug. They were, they were games like where you were actually allowed to hurt the other person or to win <laughs> right, or dominate right, right, somebody right. else. Right. Um, I feel like Quarters. Uh, Did you, you ever play tell, Quarters? No, I was, I was not that kind of a kid. Okay. Well, <laughs> you put your fist on the table. The other person makes a V with their two fingers, index and middle, on okay. the table. Then with their thumb, they slide a quarter in between it and like try to <clears throat> your knuckles. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. And whoever go, whoever's like I'm done first. Oh, there they was lose. versions of they that lose. we played with like uh, Twizzlers. Like you slap each other's Twizzlers <laughs> yeah. on the arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a bad move. <laughs> yeah, I think you might have been part of some of those days. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's my legit. fresh pop. That's, that's legit. Just, uh, kids' games. That yeah, make yeah, yeah. no sense. Probably mom, the, the exact game that mom would be like, stop playing that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not nice. That's yeah. not nice, boys. <laughs> totally. Anyway. For sure. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for bringing that. Yeah, and so I want to talk about waffles. Yeah, you do. But first, how about a word from our sponsor? Give it to me. Well, this episode is brought to you by Orange Llama. If you haven't had a chance to check out their website yet, go to www.theorangelama.com and just click around. Check it out. Um, they've got some custom videos that they've made for some of their clients on the website. So you can see. Yeah, you can see it. You may even be able to find, because it's on there, the original llama video. They got Ooh. them on the map. Okay. And you know why? Why? Because they can get you on the map. Mm. Uh, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. You have you a, if you have an organization or a business... Remember, they started this whole llama craze. What are they going to start for you? Eh? Yeah. Thank you, Orange Llama. Thank you. But back to waffles. Waffles. Nothing better than llamas and waffles. Dude. Yeah. I'd eat, I would eat a waffle while watching a llama. What about a llama-shaped waffle? Oh, uh, yeah. That would be good. That'd be cool if you had a llama-shaped waffle iron. Do you remember Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. Tina was their llama. That's right. And he called her a fat lard. Mm-hmm. That was like the first known llama abuse uh, in movies. In, oh, yeah, maybe. So check it out. Food historians, okay? There are people who are historians on food. I'm a food historian. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> I, you, you do. <laughs> they, um, the, they trace the waffle's DNA back to ancient Greece, okay? So when cooks roasted flat cakes between two pieces of metal attached to like a long wooden handle, this was called an, uh, forgive me, obelios. Yeah. Okay. So this thing was called. I can't help you on that one. And the cakes, they weren't particularly too sweet or decadent, but their design evolved over time as people began to customize these plates that they did it yeah, through. You like see what I'm shapes, saying? Some shapes. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Some like little swirlies and stuff. But their design evolved over time and people began customizing them into like for the Catholic Church, like unleavened wafers kind of got like pictures on them from depicting biblical scenes or crosses or religious icons. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool until you realize that like the church had to then give artisans permission to make obelises like that were designed not with church scenes on them. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. But that design kind of came into like family crests and landscapes and numerous other artistic flourishes. Yeah. Yeah. It was totally awesome. So where are we at now, timeline? Timeline-wise? I mean, this is back in ancient Greek okay. times. Ancient way, Greek way times. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, like, kind of coming into... Just short, shortly after the A.D., like... Yeah, kind of coming into, like, the birth of Catholicism. 300 A.D., Constantine, yeah, 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 and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So as um, the Crusades started to take place, and they ventured abroad, they found these other spices in the Middle East, right? Yeah, like they did. sugar and ginger. Cinnamon. And cinnamon, yeah. And it kind of livened up the whole obula craze. Maybe a little clove. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little Nutmeg. vanilla. Oh. Oh. That would have been if they'd gone That's over true. to yeah. South America. No, I was there. I, I guess I should have known that. Yeah. Um, so then, Check like, out episode three, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then cream and honey and butter made their way into the mixes. And I mean, around the 15th century, the Dutch wafflers began using rectangles instead of circulars. Circulars? Plates? Circular. Yes, I know. But I said waffler and then circular. Oh, I see what I did there. I want to be called a waffler. I would like to be a waffler. I want to be a Dutch waffler. (laughs) So... Do you like it or not? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you're just a waffler. You're just a Dutch waffler. You waffle on things. I guess that's because you could eat it both ways. Sounds awesome. You can flip it over and eat it. Can't really flip over like a. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, um, so that's they're not sure why the grid pattern exactly developed from like you know yeah, Jesus, Jesus dying. Know. I don't know why that trend. It's to hold the syrup. Right. Well, of course, that's what they think. That like it it you you had to use you got to use less batter so you got to make more waffles and everybody wanted a waffle because who doesn't want a waffle? Tommy, but Tommy, okay. and then uh, it was kind of the precursor to the mo- modern waffle design. So, yeah, yeah. Um, in contrast, though, moving forward to like America, waffles weren't um, American a, waffles. Like prior to American waffles, they weren't exactly a breakfast food. Really? Um, they were kind of like a between meals snack or dessert, hmm. and I'm kind of digging that. Yeah, why would we, why do we not bring back like <laughs> waffle hour? Yeah, waffle hour about three o'clock. I mean, I would like to be driving at three o'clock and look over, and a dude's just like munching a waffle. Yeah, and that not to be like that guy's crazy. Yeah, I'd want to. I wanted to be like the office. There's a cart that comes through the the cubicles <laughs> yes. at three o'clock. Waffles, get your waffles. The waffle cart. Hey, guys, it's the waffle cart. Dude, that is awesome. Why would you not do that? If you own a business, bring back the waffle cart. Please. Or bring it for the first time. And just start pitching it to businesses as the company, the waffle cart. Yeah. I mean, you don't need a new name. That's that's, the, that's our food truck name. Dude, yes. We just serve waffles. Yeah. We are genius. Savory ones and sweet ones. Mm-hmm. So... Prior to America, also, they weren't served with, like, maple syrup, okay? So the French bought them from street vendors and ate them by hand, mm-hmm. while the Dutch enjoyed them in the afternoons alongside some tea and some chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't until waffles came to America, courtesy of the Dutch, that uh, Cornelius, that they were finally paired with, like, maple syrup and... Um, A very Vermont thing. Yeah, those sorts of things that they could find. So then as early as the 1740s, colonists in New Jersey and New York were having parties known as waffle frolics. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which sound amazing, do they, they not? They do. Yeah. I would love to waffle frolic with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that is gonna. Can be, I say that? That's gonna be the homework that you need to tell someone that you would like to eat a waffle with. I would like to waffle frolic with can you. Can we waffle frolic? Yes, we can. Okay, at three o'clock from the, the waffle cart. Can I just ask you a question? Go ahead. It's gonna bug me until I do. Okay. Tell me, you, you prepared like fresh waffles oh, for this episode? You know what? You are good at bringing <laughs> whatever you you know have, but I did not actually. So, so we we are not waffle frolicking tonight. Not tonight, but soon. Okay, fine. I'll put fine. it on the schedule. I'll make you some waffles. Um, Thomas Jefferson, the foodie. The foodie prez. He loved waffles so much, he brought back four waffle irons that he bought in Amsterdam from the France in 1789. From the France? From the France. Or from the French? Well, the whole France. Oh, he bought it from the France. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, they actually regularly served waffles at Monticello, along with shockingly modern foods like ice cream, French fries, macaroni and cheese. That's yeah. where your savory waffle comes in in your little, yes. your little cart. Yeah, they did. So, um, yeah, but anyways, so, wow, one, okay, so now we're moving forward again, okay? This is just. I'm wa- going with you. I'm waffles. riding the waffle train. This is the I'm... waffle train, bro. So while one coast was pumping out those egos, right? Yep. They were having the World's Fair in 1967 in Queens, New York. I okay? know where you're going with this one. I know this story. You know this story. I love it too. And uh, these people were starting to get like these awesome waffle desserts from this little tiny quaint hut that was like over on the side. And they were like a buck a waffle, right? Mm-hmm. And America at this time was really used to like that heavy cream butter, thick battered waffle, right? Mm-hmm. And they were selling these light fluffy waffles. Crispy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, whipped cream and some strawberries cut on top. And they were getting it from this hut that was called Brussels Waffles, a Belgium product. Yeah. Yeah. It was a guy named Mor- uh, Maurice Vermersch. And him, his wife Rose, and his daughter um, Marie Paul were selling these waffles for a, a buck each, and people were going freaking crazy. And so the Brussels waffles didn't have that ring that so many Americans need when something needs to catch, you know, just like Brussels. Mm-hmm. So they changed the name to Belgium waffles. Yep. And ta-da! Now we have Belgium waffles. But. Yeah. The the Belgium waffle that we know was actually created in Queens, New York. Did you know that Belgium waffles? So I know this. Okay. Like, I didn't know we were talking about waffles. Yeah. So I am a a, a food historian. (laughs) Did you know that Belgium waffles are made with yeast? Oh, okay. So they're actually made into a dough. Now, in a true Belgium waffle, they use these sugar pearls. A sugar um, pearl. A sugar pearl. So they have like chunks of sugar throughout them. Ooh. ooh and then ooh. as you cook it in the, uh, so you'll make a ball out of it. Yeah. There's no pouring this batter because it's a yeast. It's like a dough. For sure. You, you'll you form it into a ball, put it in the uh, waffle iron and cook it. As you do, those little pockets of sugar will like melt and crystallize and like oh, caramelize. Man. So true Belgian waffles. That's real Belgian. And sugar pearls, which I was going to make one time, but I couldn't find the sugar pearls anywhere. They make, Oh, that's not something you make on your own. You, you have to order it. Yeah. Okay. They come in like little sugar balls or something. Yeah. Which is my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> sugar balls. <laughs> By the way, my nickname in third grade, I got that from you in junior high. You've been rocking that I've for a while. I've been rocking that. The, 
I've been rocking that phrase for like a long time. Dude, everybody in my employment, wherever I've been, has known that that's like a little catchphrase that I throw out sometimes. And um, some people think it's hilarious, okay? (laughs) I'm going to say 12% of people think it is hilarious. And the others... 88% of people just roll their eyes at me. They will like look at you and be like, really? And they will believe it. My jokes are so bad that if it's the more random it is, the funnier it is to me. Yeah, for sure. Like if it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's the, that's when it's the, the funniest is, to me. It's the funniest to you. <laughs> yes. Not the eighty eight percent. My wife always laughs. Um I would debate. She always she always yeah, laughs. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. So that is the the good old waffle came a long way. Okay. It has. And you know what's a trend on trend right now? What? You're in the posh breakfast places of of the world. I usually am, especially in Americana. That's where you can find me. Chicken and waffles. Oh yeah. You ever had that? Well, let me tell you something. Chicken and waffles has been around for a minute. I know it has, but it's it's making its it's a southern thing, but it's making its yeah, way yeah, around yeah. the country now. It's Deloish, dude. I've been eating that for like five or six years. I know. I know. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I had it this last weekend though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had chicken and waffles with my uh, with my wife. We split some. There you go. Actually, I got an omelet. Yeah. She got chicken waffles. I just ate some of hers. Yeah. That's how I don't even know that she offered any. But it's because it was a waffle. Yeah. So what what's your favorite waffle memory? Do you have one? Mm, my favorite waffle memory. Okay, so we had a waffle maker. Yeah. It was kind of a thing that like my mom would bust out on Saturday morning. Square or round? It was round. Okay. But it was gridded. And um yeah, you just went to town. It was one of those that like you f- you open it up, right? You pour the batter in, you close it. Mm-hmm. And then when the little light dings, it it's ro- it has a gyroscope in it that you just... Whoosh, yeah, you and flipped flip it. it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So growing up, I did not have a, a round waffle iron. Yeah. Ours was square. Okay. And there was no flipping. Right. You just put it in there, closed it, let it do its thing, and then opened it up. Right on. But since then, I've gotten the flippy-dippy one. Yeah. And then we've even upgraded... From what or to what? Two waffles at once flipping. Nah. So you can lift the lid, pour it in there, close it, flip the whole thing over, yep. lift another lid, pour it in, and close it. You know why? Because you have multiple kids. I do. There's five of us. Yeah. So it just helps the process. Dude, I with with just our first son, I would have been like, oh, no, get the round flippy dippy one. Someday soon. But you get another kid and it's like, oh, we need to be pumping you, these. You guys up. need another one. I need Frank's. You need another kid. Carousel Ego waffle. That would be legit. I'm not gonna comment on that right now, but so so. Do you like Ego waffles? I gotta be honest. I don't. What's why not? Because are you a waffle well, purist? A little bit. I I, I kind of get snobby about most things that I take an interest in, but <laughs> isn't that <laughs> this is true? That's a good resume. Line are you snobby right about there. your thumb wars? Yeah. Well, no, because I'm not interested in that. I was. Yeah, you I'm were. interested in winning. <laughs> but um now they're weird yellow and they're and they're kinda, you know it if you get a flippy dippy waffle maker, mm-hmm. you kinda don't go back from like a good solid fat waffle. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that the person who invented the flippy dippy waffle maker <laughs> is upset that we're calling it the flippy dippy <laughs> waffle maker. They're listening right now just steaming. Hamilton Beach or whatever Fuming. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Like, come on. Yeah. I think, or like Oyster or something. Yes, Yes. that is a brand. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for sure. So, you said homework. Yeah. I I want some homework. Throw it my way. I got to be honest. Don't go ego on it. But you need to find 
a just a smash bomb fire waffle around town. Yep. No matter what town you're in, because I need the list of the bomb waffles. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The shack. So, yeah. So if I decide, no, the shack. That's where you got to get a waffle. Yeah. I just had one. They're pretty good. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, that's what I need. I need a list to get waffles. And if you're in Virginia, or if you're in North Carolina, or if you're over in California, I need to know so that when I travel, mm-hmm. I can hit up the waffle makes. Where do we hit the waffles? Yeah. yeah. So we can waffle frolic there. I am. <laughs> yes. So we can waffle frolic there. And here's my assignment. Not that I get to give one, but I'm going to give one anyway. <laughs> Make a freaking waffle. Yeah. Like from scratch. Oh, I'm talking okay. eggs, butter, baking yeah, powder, soda. If, if you soda, don't have one, like ask for one to milk. be lent to you. You can find them on allrecipes.com. Find mm. the best waffle recipe. Mm. And then find a waffle iron and crank some out. Yeah. And then call your friends and call your neighbors. And be like, hey, I want, I want you to listen to this. <laughs> it's a podcast. Oh, and by the way, you get to eat waffles. And oh, they'll listen to it and they'll love you forever. Yeah. And you can be like, by the way, we're going to waffle frolic tonight. And they'll name their kids after you. <laughs> and they'll invite you to their wedding. That, wow. Yep. All because of waffles. There it is. All because of waffles. <laughs> you know what? That is fresh. <laughs> Y'all best respect. <laughs>